We go together like peas and carrots. The Peas and Carrots Podcast, sharing life from our piece of the vegetable patch. Brian and Kayla Sanders. Welcome to the Peas and Carrots Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Kayla. It's going to be a good day. It's a great day. (laughs) Well, we're not done with the day yet. But it's your birthday. As we record today, it is your... 54th. Okay, I wasn't going to be the one to say it. 54 years. I'm six years away from 60 and 16 years away from 70. Oh, here we go. I was talking to my mom this morning. You know what she says to me? You're getting old. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, mom. (laughs) Well, it's better than the alternative. What Uh, did your dad always say? He says, any day you can pull the sheet off over your own face is a good Good day. day. It's a good day. I do I was talking. We were talking about dad the other day. And uh, you know how. And you know how some people say, not my monkeys, not my circus? Mm-hmm. Well, Dad had false teeth. And Dad would say, not my mouth, not my teeth. <laughs> hey, whatever works. Well, I don't know why I brought that, but there you go. That's the, just a random. Dad-isms. They were wonderful. Dad, oh, I got a million of them. But today's yeah. my birthday. It is. We had uh, uh, Italian food for lunch. for we the did. Because it's my birthday and there's a... Young lady who works in the office here. It's her birthday as well. We have another birthday tomorrow. Our so engineers. It's his a week birthday of tomorrow. So, yeah. And then I think we're having cake later on this we afternoon. Are. And then tonight we're going to our favorite restaurant, mm-hmm. the River Company. I'm excited about that. It's a good day. I'm pumped. Daylight <laughs> saving time. Oh. Are you a fan or no? No. I went to bed last night. I guess quarter to nine, woke up at one o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. and laid there for like an hour, hour and a half. And I finally conked my, what is wrong? Why can't I just, I mean, I was sleeping great before daylight savings time and now I'm all messed up. No, see, I wish ever since COVID, I wake up an average of three times a night. Really? I see somewhere in, you're welcome, I try to be very quiet. I see somewhere in the 12 o'clock hour, somewhere in the 2 o'clock hour, and 4 o'clock hour. And so I have been, so now it's somewhere in the 11 o'clock hour, it's an hour earlier, and it's just frustrating, but... Is what it is. I'd take some cough syrup if I were Well, you. I'm thinking about pulling out the nighttime cold medicine. <laughs> Speaking of uh, the bedroom and sleeping, we were getting ready for bed the other night, and you come out and you say, B, did you have a party in here the other night? <laughs> and there is one of these Kate, uh, these uh, keto Reese cup things. Uh-huh. The wrapper is in the bed. And I said, well, I don't party without you, so no, I don't know who would have eaten that. And basically what had happened is that... We had come upstairs, and, and you, I had I had gathered up some trash from downstairs. Well, I got sidetracked, and I set it on the bed. And I thought that I had picked it all up, but apparently one of these little wrappers got left. In, in and bed. I thought you were sleep eating. So, I just... Well, that would explain my weight, but no, but. I wasn't sleep eating. But <laughs> tickle me, you said, are you having a party? I, like, I wondered, what in the world? I mean, I do like those keto bomb 
Reese cups, they're 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 pretty good. But mystery solved. Mister so. mystery solved. A recent adventure that we will we'll talk about this more in a few minutes. Yes, but we will. We stayed in a very rustic. Oh yes, cabin, we did. And that was an experience. Was. So can I just before we get into our our serious topic here? Can I tell a quick story? Sure. From today, mm-hmm. you've been missing a package from the postal service. I have. So I put our mail on hold. We went on vacation last week. So I had our mail held, but it was supposed to be freed up on Saturday. Well, we don't get any mail on Saturday. And then Monday, you didn't get the package. I get mail, but I don't get the package that was supposedly out for delivery on Saturday. So now I'm starting to wonder, okay, who got my package? So, so here's today, the rest of the story. I went to the furniture store and had to buy a piece of furniture for the offices here. Uh, and so I ran by the house and there's no package. So I said, okay, I'll go by the post office for and pick up this package. So first <laughs> of all, they did have your package. I was able to secure it, but that's not the story. Mm-hmm. The story is I'm sitting there in line waiting, f- you know, for them to discover this package and all this. And this lady comes up, walks beside me, and she goes to the little receptacle next to me, the guy that's going to help her. And she has this big brown cardboard. And y'all, if I'm lying, I'm dying. She has a big brown cardboard box. And she says, I need to ship this overnight to Florida. Well, he just puts it up there on that little scale thing, and he starts weighing it and that kind of stuff. He says, okay. He says, he says what's in it? She says, meat. Mm-hmm. Definitely not on the list of approved. He says, okay, do you have ice in it? Or She says, no. <laughs> At that point, Ew. you can feel everybody's head in that post office turn. <laughs> like everybody, like, like, it's like it became frozen in time. And this is what happens to me when I go out. This is the kind of weird stuff that happens to you me. You can't be left unsupervised. And but stuff like this happens to us together as well. You got to admit. True, but it's okay. your fault. So we're standing there, and he says, "Is it? For, does it have ice?" And she says, "No." He says, "It's not on ice." She said, and I quote, "No, they'll put it in the freezer when they receive it tomorrow." <laughs> And die when they cook it. So she wanted to ship raw, unthawed meat to Florida. unfrozen meat. Yeah. Yeah, she wanted to (laughs) raw, thawed meat. Oh. So he says, man, we can't ship that. So to the people in Florida, you are very welcome for the postal worker today. If that box would be leaking when it got there. Oh, that's disgusting. So anyway. Just dinner, anyone? <laughs> dinner. Mm. So that's my story for the day. Plastic Christianity. You have picked a hot button topic for me. I could just actually, sit here. you chose this topic. I could ramble on this. I could go OFF on this. Well, let's, but, let's keep it kind of to a moderate oh, level, but dive in. Plastic Christianity to me. Why does it upset you so Here's much? what upsets me. I need you to be the same Monday through 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 Saturday that you are on Sunday. Mm. You don't need to have a different persona at church than you have Tuesday night 
eating wings. Mm. You need to be the same person. You don't need to have a moral high ground, a fake moral compass. Mm. That, And you're not looking for perfection. No, I want you to embrace your flaws. I want you to not you, Miss Kayla, but the... Oh, I'm know, fully embraced my flaws. The, They're good. <laughs> and you're smart enough not to mention them. Well, so. you don't have any. Good um, answer. That's a, I, Very good answer. So there you go. Um, but folks who are too heavenly minded for any earthly good, mm. it's a little bit Pollyanna. It's uh, It's like... You're sitting there and you're going. People who never seem to want to show any weakness. People who are like, well, you know. I would say people who don't ever want to have to face that there is pain and suffering. Correct. And so it's easier to put everything into this kind of plastic world where. Everything's great. Everything's everything's fine. Jesus loves you, and he does. He does, but it's this. But sometimes he loves you enough to allow things in your life that are not pleasant. And I see this in situations where I want to make sure I understand what you're getting at. It's this mindset of, well, if you just trust enough, and if you just, just believe for it, and... If you have enough faith, well, not that any of those things are bad, but sometimes I think perhaps God is more honored when we just say that this really sucks, or I'm really angry about this, or I'm really disappointed in what's playing out, either in my life or someone else's life. Or Uh, Let me just say this. We all have known people who are like, well, isn't God good? Praise the Lord. Well, yeah, praise the Lord. God's God's good, but you know, s- stuff also sucks right now. But when someone's walking through a miscarriage, or when someone's burying, don't look at them and go, "Well, a God's, parent, you know, well, or, the Lord is good." Or when someone is very sick, or losing a job, or on and on and on, the things we suffer with, or they've just gotten a diagnosis. That is not in that moment what is going to be helpful to them. It's going to be helpful to say, this really stinks, and I'm happy to just sit with you. Yes, maybe down the road, it has merit to say God is good, and he will be in the middle of all of this. And that's not theologically wrong. I remember a situation, I don't want to use any names, but do you remember a time right after 9-11 Without giving names, share what happened the weekend after 9-11. We were at a church down in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. We had a speaker come in. Mm-hmm. And if you remember that in 9-11, that terrorist hijacked planes and ran them into the mm-hmm. Twin Towers, ran them into the Pentagon, and ran them into a field up in Pennsylvania. <clears throat> and hundreds of people died. I mean, thousands of people are dead because of all this well this speaker comes into our church i'm not going to say his name and he's talking about suffering 
And he says, we're all sinners. Which is true. Which is true. And he, and, and, and he says, the Bible says that for the wages of sin is death. Therefore, because we have sinned, we deserve what? To die. Mm-hmm. He takes his fist and he pounds the pulpit. And he says this, the people on those planes, they deserve to die. Now, you've got people in this church who had family in that building. Yes. It was was horrifying. Horrified. Well, actually, we went out to lunch with him afterwards, and I sat there and debated with him for like an hour and a half, beating my head against the wall. There's a time and a place for everything. Mm -hmm. So even though plastic plastic Christianity can often look like you know, well, Jesus loves me, this I know. There's also plastic Christianity that doesn't have a heart, that, 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 that's able to read the room. Right. And this is my point. Scripture says that, that, that when Lazarus died, Jesus wept. He didn't roll, roll up in there and say, y'all know what? He deserved to die. Everybody go home and eat some chicken. That's not what he did. He cried. Exactly. And... I'm not asking everybody to be emotional. I'm not asking everybody to have Jonathan Edwards, Mike. But that's a really inside nerd baseball. I was going to say, you lost me, but somebody will get that. that Okay. My point is this authenticity is more attractive to the world Mm. than fake is. Mm -hmm. We love, but now it can also repel people one of the greatest mysteries and one of the greatest moments of authenticity is in the bible and i'm going to make everybody really uncomfortable here for a moment jesus is on the cross and he's dying one of the final things he says on that cross my god my god why have you forsaken me Mm. Now, theologians have written books that will fill up 10 buildings on that. And I don't want to try and solve it. But there's something going on there. Jesus didn't sit there and say, well, you know, praise the Lord. He is in anguish. Mm-hmm. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And if the Son of God can say something like that, hey, I'm going to stand on his shoulders and I'm going to say a few things. Because he is my rock and he is my Savior. The world doesn't need to hear from Christians this, it's all going to be okay, and it's all going to work out, and sometimes it doesn't. But now, in the end, whenever we get to heaven, will it all make sense? Yeah. It's okay to have pain. Jesus mm-hmm. had pain and expressed it. So for me, I don't do well around folks who are... In those moments... May we all be people who are more willing to be raw and real than we are about just spouting off something that makes us feel more comfortable. In other words, platitudes are easily come by. Mm. When someone, when I think of an example of someone losing a loved one, yes. well, they're in a better place, bless God. Well, I'd like for them to be or, here. Well, And that's exactly what the person is feeling as you're saying that. Or, well, have you prayed about it? 
Um, maybe I have. Maybe I've prayed about it for 10 years and God's either been incredibly silent or I'm frustrated over the answer I've been given. And when you say that to somebody. When you repel people, it doesn't just hurt them in the moment, but it hurts genuine Christianity because you make it, us look foolish. It puts a label on it that's yeah. not good to wear. Yes. And we're all guilty of it at some time or another. But it's yeah. It's it's a hot it's a hot topic for if, me because it's it's off putting to me when I'm sitting with someone and they are just syrupy bless it and all this i mean it just i don't know i don't want to come across lord forgive me i don't want to come across judgy or picking apart the way people live out their faith i just want to make sure that the way i'm living out my faith is honest it's transparent it's not always giving what's considered the pat answer because sometimes people are so deep into something that they need you to lift them up, not suppress them where they are or mm. put another layer of guilt on them because yes. they haven't gotten to where you supposedly are when maybe for you it's just learned behavior. Mm. There's nothing scarier to me than a church where people recite something at the exact same time. Or say the exact same thing in a sermon in response to the messenger because that's what's expected of them mm. in that moment. So it's become pretentious in that it's just something you're reciting to go along with the moment instead of, yeah. I think we may have chased some rabbits with this one, but there's, there's just a lot of, there's a lot of layers to this where... I, I would prefer to sit with someone and say, I don't have it all figured out. Yes, exactly. I don't. I don't understand God when babies die. I don't understand God when prayer when airplanes requests. airplanes run into a building. Yeah, or when prayer requests from an earnest, gut-wrenching heart have been prayed for years and there's complete silence. And this is someone that I've walked alongside and their faith is the realest thing I've ever seen. And yet, in this area of their life, for some reason, God has been silent. Mm. They don't need me to say, well, if you would just trust for it, if you would believe that he can do it, I can believe for the rest of my days. It doesn't mean that it's going to happen the way I want it to. I'll close this out with this. Our current pastor, uh, Chris Hutchinson, and he's written a great book on, on, on uh, the topic of humility, by the way. Uh, I was with him at a hospital one day, and the person wasn't doing well. And I remember Pastor Chris went in there, and there was a little bit of small talk, you know, this, that, and the other. And Pastor Chris said, I don't have any words for you. Mm. I don't have any solutions, but I have the Word of God. And he read from Psalms and 1 Corinthians. I learned more in that 45 minutes with Pastor Chris than I learned in a whole course in seminary. <laughs> that you don't have to go in there with, just read the word. Yeah. He didn't go in there fake thinking he was the pastor and had all the answers. Had to have a great answer. No. Yeah. He just read the word. So 
There it is. Let's let's be real and authentic and let Jesus work through us in our in our authenticity. Home is where comfort is. Amen. So uh shifting gears. Shifting gears. <laughs> we uh went on a little vacation last week. We did. We rented a cabin. Now, when I say cabin, we didn't go to Pigeon Forge or Gatlinburg and rent one of these. Which was your idea. Which was my idea that we do. So I'm owning this. I had this brilliant idea. But there's a state park about 30 minutes from here. That's It's a a beautiful lake. It's a beautiful lake, and you can rent a state park cabin on it. So let's start here. Whose idea was it to rent a state state park cabin? I've owned that. Okay. The website said when we booked it that it was rustic. That's an understatement. Okay. We ch- we're supposed to stay there Tuesday and leave Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. We checked in Tuesday. We were gone Thursday morning. We left. We were home eight <laughs> fifteen a.m. Thursday morning. Let's define rustic. Yeah. Hmm. Um. It was furnished. The kitchen was nice. It had a stove. It had a refrigerator, a microwave. Let it me had say this. All the None of the furniture was, was, was comfortable. No. It was very... It was very wooden. It, had, it was all made out of wood. Yeah. Very stiff. Yes. So the bed? Well, that was a funny story. Um, the first night we lay down. You laid down first. I came and laid down. <laughs> And you went to roll over, and I went airborne. So I would more compare it a to combo, a trampoline. Than a a combo of my size and the springiness. The way this mattress was. Yeah. And it was covered in plastic. Well, that's Everything for, was like, covered in. That's to preserve the mattress. So if you have a kid that has still. an accident or something. But you literally had to grab my arm, or I would have flown out of the bed. So... We laughed about it and then laid very still. Um, so I, so we would I would fish during the day and you would read mm-hmm. and walk around because the lake I mean, was, was beautiful. I mean, this is a huge lake. You could the the lake is fifty to hundred steps from the back door of the cabin, which was one plus, which was wonderful. Yeah. Now there was a cold front moving through, so I didn't get sat there a long time. Let me say something else about this cabin. It had a fireplace and they provided you with wood that mm-hmm. you could burn. We decided not to mess with it because I don't have a great, if y'all have heard recently and seen the video, I don't have a great track record with fire, okay? There is that. So, but there's no flue on the fireplace, which means that you can close off the fireplace. The wind, you know, and you close off the smoke and everything else. Well, there's there's no way to close this flue. Well, there's a storm coming through. Wind's picking up, and the wind is howling down this fireplace. And I look at this thing for 30 minutes, and I can't find a flu. I cannot find anything to turn this flu off. How do you do this? Well, there are two glass doors that shut the fireplace. And I was like, well, that's the only way you can cut this off. Well, they didn't secure 100%. So all night long, what do you hear? Clang, 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 Oh, it's just all night long, like just somebody clanging all night long. Before we get to the, yeah. We're just deep. Well, we'll get to the big story here in a second. Let me say this. We went on Tuesday and we left on Thursday. I read three books in that time. I got to fish. Mm -hmm. 
I got to pray a lot. Uh, yeah, we should add there was no TV, which we knew that. Uh, we we that was part of the experience. Did this have the value? Yes. We were able to quiet our minds. We did some reading, we did some stuff outdoors. It was good to get away. It it definitely was an experience where we could settle our minds and sit with some thoughts about some things. Get away from the de- the noise of daily life. We were coming off some really great news that I had had some good test oh. results. So praise the Lord. There was a lot of value in this. The place itself, though, made us ever so thankful for our home. I just there's not a thing in our house that annoys me right now. So except me. So stop. Uh, so let me just say this. So you, everything she said is true. We got to relax our minds. We got to, you know, just be in uh, nature. Be unwind. Here's what happened. We had a little criminal minds moment. <laughs> <laughs> We're the only people in this entire campground that we know of. We know of. We did have some people stay at a cabin next to us. They lasted one night and gone. Well, actually, there were two people. Two people in two different cabins. Two cabins, yeah. and they lasted one night. They were gone, so we don't know what happened. The furniture is what happened. Well, there's that. Thur- Thursday morning at three seventeen a.m. Now I have to set the scene for you. The doors on this cabin are not locked with a key, like. They don't hand you a physical key. It's a code, a key code. It's a it's a keypad. You have to enter a a key code, and it opens up the keypad. When it does, it, it here's what it does: it, it unlocks, it, mm-hmm. and then you can turn the doorknob and go in. And the door makes a sound when you open it up. Well, we couldn't sleep well because the mattress. As this plastic, you're sliding everywhere. God forbid you try and turn over because you go six feet. It's just, it's not arpostropedic. Let me just say that. So I'm laying there, and I've been awake, I guess, since about 2.45, and I'm laying there. And I had just put down my phone because I was doing something. I was probably on Instagram or something scrolling. And I remember that the time said 3.17 a.m. I put the phone down, turn the phone off, and I hear that lock. Mm -hmm. And you said, B, did you hear that? So I stand up, and I hear the front door open. Mm -hmm. As I start to walk from the bedroom to the kitchen where the front door is in this cabin, I can hear the door close, and it locks Mm -hmm. back. Now, before you think I'm crazy, Miss Kayla, did you hear that? We both heard it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, so I turn on outside lights, and I try and look. I don't see anything. You never saw anything. Now, one, did I go outside and look for somebody? No, it's 3.20 in the morning. It's I'm not dark. Going, it's dark. There are no big overhead lights in a parking lot or something like that. You're out in the woods along the lake. Mm-hmm. Two, am I saying there was a person I'm saying I heard a door unlock and open and close. And I'm saying that by 7 a.m., I had packed the truck, (laughs) 
we, we left at seven forty-five, <laughs> and we got home at eight fifteen. Yes. Was it a bit creepy? Yes. Um, I wouldn't stay another night. No. I wanted to come home. Um, you're like, well, how do you, you know, well, how in the world would somebody get you to get your key code? Well, well, your key code are the last four digits of, of your reservation. So I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to go deep in thought on that because it terrifies me. I'm just thankful that we got home safely. We have a wonderful Tempur-Pedic bed. We have very comfortable furniture. I didn't call the police. Um, so, But, again, seeing the good in all of it, it was an opportunity for you to we fish. Did, we didn't get killed. We didn't get killed. We're not um, going to be a Netflix special. No. But we're not the outdoorsy type, perhaps. <laughs> just, just. Anyway, you I like can, my chair at home. You oh, can, it's so comfortable. You can just hug your furniture. and Yes. Yes. So. so. That's our story, kids, and we're sticking to it. I'm just saying. <laughs> you can search for the Peas and Carrots podcast wherever you get your podcasts or visit our website at peasandcarrots.com. When you do, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for the Peas and Carrots podcast. For more about the Peas and Carrots podcast and to reach out to Brian and Kayla, visit peasandcarrotspodcast.com. Good to Go is another encouraging podcast you'll love. Join host Christian Studer weekly as he tracks down people doing good things for others. You'll be inspired and reminded that there's always something good going on when you search Good to Go wherever you get your podcasts.